0: all right melanated family back for a brand new episode and this is black history month right so you know (laughs) typically the topics and the energy is based around our people but we're gonna get a little deeper this month you know me and my sister sony gonna talk about some specific individuals from black history i got my brother jermaine morris on the show today because we gonna get down to the minutiae of relationships and how we handle each other this brother has a keen insight to how we should communicate, how we should talk, the logic behind our actions. These are things we need to deal with, right? So, today on the show, we're gonna talk about the psych, the emotional, and psychological effects of being excluded from something. Now, in the spirit of Black History Month, you know, because <laughs> It's our spirit to give it up that way. In the spirit of Black History Month, we're going to talk about how we've been excluded from things, whether it be different institutions, whether it be the whole shape of slavery and how that brought us to a point where we begin to create different things. We're going to talk about how exclusion has hurt us. Then we're going to talk about how sometimes being excluded made us say, well, you know what? Shit. Check these chitlins out. <laughs> I wouldn't have thought of this myself, but since since you put it out here, we're going to make the best out of the situations we're put in. So on the show with me today, I got my brother Jermaine Morris, who is the resident of the Melanated Combo podcast. Now, this is one of my co-hosts on the low. How you doing today, Jermaine?
1: I'm doing great today, and I appreciate that.
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely, man. So, Jermaine, we, we all know that, you know, how racism has affected us, Black History Month is... You know, people view it differently, but it can always be used as a moment in time to focus on things if you have it before. So when we talk about how we've been affected emotionally by just not being able to join things, right, whether it be a school, whether it be you watching normal society as we see it and not being able to participate, So what are some of the things you think about when when we talk about excluding black folks from the ecosystem, which is America? What are some of the things you think? Uh,
1: So basically, when you talk about exclusion in that type of respect, one of the main things when you start excluding big groups of people or or cultures or religions, ethnicities, that sort of stuff, and specifically black people, you think about the exclusion economically, uh, politically and socially. Mm So exclusion economically um, hinders where you can work, you know, puts a salary cap on you. It -hmm. excludes things like redlining, which excludes your ability to purchase land or property, which then could be leveraged to start businesses or to go to college or to grow your your wealth base.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, Exclusion politically, like uh, voter registration type type uh, suppression Mm -hmm. where you can't go and get your voice heard and you can't. Contribute that way. And then the social dynamic of you can't, you're not allowed over here, like sundown mm-hmm. cities, sundown exactly. towns. Exactly. Sundown towns, yeah. Where, you know, look, you can come over here and work for me till five, but you better be out of here before 6 15 when the sun go down. Mm-hmm. You know, none of those things that benefit you can't even go to the place you work at on your day off. Like you can't, you know, yeah. so thinking about exclusion that way. And so there's a lot of components that have affected mm-hmm. us uh, in those departments, economically, politically, Mm -hmm. socially, you know, for, for, (laughs) yeah, up until recent history.
0: Definitely. Definitely. So just thinking about real quick, like our exclusion socially, what do you think some of the remnants of that is? Because me and you've talked about how just looking at the scope of racism and how we've been treated in America, Looking at where we stand today, you can't put that a hundred percent on racism. You have to go into accountability and what we've been able to learn and process. But just looking at the social component, how does that affect somebody? Like if 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 I'm trying to be the best human I can and work and strive to be whatever, but there's a store I can't go into the school. I am in, no one looks like me. In your opinion, like how does this affect our psyche as just humans?
1: So depending upon what you're made of. So for some people, it creates an incredible chip on your shoulder. Like Mm. you you just always like, man, these folks is always messing with me. These Mm -hmm. folks think they're better than me. These folks is like, and you kind of walk around with that, you know, that chip on your shoulder. Other people, it inspires them. It's like, all right, you don't want me in your store. I'll build my own store. You don't want me in your town. I'll build my own town. Hmm. Um, Some people, they internalize it. And they can lead to insecurity and, and depression and, and lack of self-confidence. Like, why yeah. am I not good enough to be here? How come you mm-hmm. don't want me over here? Mm-hmm. How, you know what I mean? There's a lot of different directions you can go with it.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and I and I feel like, and I know that we'll, we'll talk a little bit later before we wrap it up about this topic in particular, we'll talk about how we've been able to make like lemonade from lemons. Like we've been able to do a good job, some of us, as saying, you know what, you don't want me involved. I'm going to make my own. I'm going to yeah. go black wall street. It. I'm a, there was a time where we couldn't be involved in anything. Yeah. So all we had to do mentally was say, you know what? My only option is to build with my brother or sister who's right next to me. But sometimes I'm, I'm like the, those of us who've been harshly affected by being excluded. Yeah. I like to talk about that because if you couldn't go to a school or if Your your family was excluded from a certain neighborhood, and then you have to grow up with the same mentality they had. So they may have created some negative habits, some negative habits based on their exclusion. So how do you think that like affects our families and how we're trying to raise our families when we have a history of not being so invited in things and it may have affected us negatively? You know what I mean? So it's
1: an extension of you can create animosity in children. Because you keep telling them how cold the world is and how these people won't let us over here. Mm-hmm. And this, and the child has never had the firsthand experience yet. But they mm-hmm. it's been ingrained in them that these people don't like us. Hmm. So before they do something to me, I'm going to form my opinion about them. And so Got we it. can pass down that to our kids hmm. the same way we can pass down fear. Like as, as a form of a defense mechanism to for safety. Man, don't, don't be over there with them people. Don't be on that side of town. You ain't got no business over there. Yeah. And create the fear in our children <laughs> of, oh, I shouldn't, I, I, I'm, I'm not going to, I don't want to go against the grain. I don't want to. And we create, you know, an oppressive boogeyman mm-hmm. in our babies that, that, that they then now kind of shrink down in fear of what could be. Even once again, <laughs> even though they never had the firsthand experience yet, but it's been ingrained in them. Uh, the same way it can fortify babies. It's like, look, this is why it's so important for you to be able to take care of yourself. Hmm. This is why it's so necessary for you to be able to build with your brothers and sisters. This is why and and drill that into them. So how does it affect? It's still an extension of those things we we're talking about earlier. Now, which one shows itself? That's kind of case by case.
0: Yeah, definitely, you know? definitely. It's it's case by case, but just like as a template, when I'm when I'm listening to you say that, yeah. as parents and older people, yeah. so let's say. We've had um, a history of not being included in things, yeah. how you present that ideal to your kids, how you present how to move forward to your kids matters a lot. Because we, yeah, I, I was reading an article about PTSD, like post-traumatic stress disorder, and how racism affects our bodies at times, subtle things you may be going through. It seems like Jermaine, I just be want that's why I talk a lot about history. I just want our people to have an understanding of what happened so you can understand it a little more so maybe you don't internalize it. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, well that's the basis of of evolution and the continuation of a species. So your body incorporates the things to be fearful of so you can continue to live. Like pick up certain sounds recognize certain smells to be able to identify certain environmental things that's where like that root like where those phobias and stuff come Is to keep you safe Mm -hmm. so when you talk about dealing with constant oppression and ptsd and all that it does get ingrained in the system because your system is looking out for you so it can so it gets ingrained in the system and you'll hear uh uh generational trauma and things Mm -hmm. that get passed down Mm -hmm. because okay this thing happens in your lifetime so this is something really to be afraid of so we need to incorporate this into the dna for the next generation because they need to be fearful of it too Mm -hmm. like they need to be aware of this too this is a real fear that affects your ability to continue to exist Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so generations of trauma of abuse all that that starts to work its way into the body so the body's ability to start to to identify to pick up on to to make the necessary moves and adjustments you know that stuff gets it it gets worked in it changes the wiring you know Mm -hmm. it, it changes the way we develop and then how we raise up the group that comes after us
0: yeah and that and i think a lot of times when i look at it it feels just like an added stress because life in general All the typical things you have to go through, like we'll talk about earlier or or, or later as well, this is just a general thing in the body. This is a general thing that happens to the community. But like I said, in the spirit of Black History Month, y'all, there's things that we've been excluded from and like the epigenetics of how this has affected our ancestors and how it affects us now, being mindful of it can be a beneficial thing, in my opinion. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Yeah, there's this misconception that to bring up the past or to bring up oppressive things that happen in society is victimization. Hmm. It's it, the, well, you're you're, you're making you're calling yourself a victim. You're making yourself a victim. You're 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 you know you're, you're teaching kids to be victims. No, you're making your children aware. Like I I look at it the way I kind of describe it is if you live in a neighborhood, where you had to walk to school every day, and you knew there was a, a loose pit bull in the neighborhood. Like, mm-hmm. you, you know, it's, it, at any given day, you don't know which day it's going to show up. You, it may not show up at all. Like, but, you know, on a random day to school, this pit bull may just be turn around and, and coming for you. To make you aware of the pit bull does not make you a victim. Mm-hmm. Unless you say, I'm not going to leave the house because the pit go. bull's out there. But if yeah, you're saying, OK, now that you gave me the heads up, does that mean I need to put my backpack under my arm like Barry Sanders? So as soon as I leave the house, if I see him, I can cut left, I can cut right. Does that mean yeah. I need to start being mindful of the parked car so I can jump on top if necessary? Do I need on, to her. start jumping over fences? <laughs> like if you make me aware, then I can learn how to properly maneuver. That is not creating a victim mentality. That is just bringing awareness to a real concern. So then you can make a better educated decision for how you want to move
0: forward. And, and that's that's damn that's so well put, bro, because I tell people all the time. Use history as an empowerment mechanism and a stop sign, like a map, a map and a stop sign, and a way for you to navigate what this world's done to us. But you can't, and so you don't internalize it, so you don't teach it to your t- uh, to your children. Because I even go to, in my opinion, Jermaine, like the the exclusion of our community and how we view things. When I look at how we view even interacting with our families and enjoying america yeah. right some shit you'll hear about someone wanting to do and they'll say i'm not doing that that's that uh, uh that's that white folk shit yeah. when i'm younger i don't have a lot of my friends going to the nfl game going to the nba game yeah. i'm witnessing socially we're not interacting with this country the way others do even now you look at an yeah. nba game and you see it's like eighty something percent white people yeah. i'm i got to a point where i'm like no nah, fuck that Let's go. We can afford it. We pay taxes. We in this country. But I had to get to that perspective because in my neighborhood, many people didn't think like that.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's things, phrase like, we don't do that. We don't do that. There'll be a phrase that we don't do that. And and you can make the argument there's cultural differences in, in, yes. in what all groups do relative to wherever they are. Mm-hmm. But it's another thing to think that um, I would say over the last 20 years, there's been definitely... A bigger shift. I think social media has helped to that in a lot of respects, to where you yes. you actually start seeing what's happening more than where you live. Yeah. You know, before when you grew up, if it wasn't directly in front of you, you didn't know how people were doing stuff. Now you can look on your phone and see, oh, there's 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 folks who look like us doing this over here and mm-hmm. doing that over there. Oh, maybe we do do that. Mm-hmm. Like maybe like there's and it opens up our eyes to be like that actually looks like it could be fun.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And and I want people to realize like that. And that's happened to me several times. Yeah. We're growing up in the inner city. It was parts of my city where I didn't even frequent. My mom was a single mother. She was sick. We didn't have certain resources. I thought that wasn't for me. And then you go there and you be like, this is not only do I really like it, but I'm gonna come back and I don't even see what the big deal was. Yeah,
1: (laughs) Yeah, you start finding stuff you like. I think the issue with that is when we start putting a cap over ourselves, Mm, like when we say you shouldn't be over here skateboarding, you shouldn't Mm. be over here playing ping pong or hack a sack. You shouldn't be over here, um, you know, doing these things. And you're like, well, how come? Well, because we don't do that.
0: Because we don't do that. And There's sometimes when we when we go to, oh, then white folks do that. Sometimes, yes, we're talking about a historical fear of what's taking place. But sometimes you're putting a hierarchy on what they have the capacity to do and you don't do. And yeah. that's just not true. We, we all have access to these things. And, you know, looking at the historical relevance and stuff. And also, Jermaine, I want to get into real quick.
1: Yeah.
0: I think because we've been excluded, because some of us have succumbed to our situation. We see it in how we treat each other. We see it in how we treat um, starting a family, how we treat a materialistic thing, because I have young people around me, just real quick, who may want like up bins or certain type of shoes, and I know they can't afford it. And I got to tell their mom or people around them, like, wait a minute, he was deprived of things. This is his house. This is his moment. You yeah. see what I'm saying, and I yeah. think the exclusion and the feeling of not being able to have stuff kind of creates that in us.
1: Yeah, because so the idea of not being able to afford something in itself is not the issue; it's the limiting belief that gets attached to not being able to afford mm-hmm. something that's the issue. There we go. So when it's like, okay, in, we don't have in the budget right now, new Jays for you. It's just not in the budget, okay? But when we create, when we put this image around. We can't afford it, to spend $200 on something that is a non-essential thing because of our situation. And we're now all of a sudden, these J's seem lifted up and exalted. And then oh, our situation wow. seems lesser and limiting. So we've now made these J's out to be the holy grail because of the way we phrased and, and internalized
0: the idea of not being able to budget it in. Damn, wait, wait. <laughs> Damn, bro. Damn. Because wait, so correct. (laughs) That's why I have you on the show, bro. So (laughs) so if if I can't afford it, because you're right, sometimes the the frustration from not being able to afford it will make you tell your kid we ain't getting it. They two hundred dollars. All in all, if I had it, I wouldn't be tripping. But you saying even if I can't afford it, you frame it a different way. You you spell it out for him differently.
1: Yeah, because so $200 for shoes is not in the budget. $200 for shoes is not in the budget. We're not lesser people because we don't have $200. These shoes are not special because we currently can't afford them. Like, Man, when you now. make them out to be special and then you make yourself to be lesser, the combination of the two grows the gap between where you are and what you think this thing is.
0: Damn. Damn, black family. So look, that man, my brother Jermaine. So look, (laughs) Jordans aren't the problem. (laughs) It's how you talk about them. Yeah. If you're, how you reference the being able to afford the Jordan.
1: Yeah. If you have a conversation with your 16 year old who wants some $200 J's, okay, what are you willing to sacrifice for them? What are you willing to do and sacrifice for them? We have a budget that we work with in this family. We've got a certain allotted amount of money. I'm gonna teach you about numbers and teach you about math and how to balance your checkbook. Mm-hmm. We make X amount of dollars. I'm not about to work overtime so you can wear $200 shoes. So mm-hmm. where in the budget are we about to start making changes? You know that, that upgraded cereal you like? Okay, we about to have bag cereal when I go shopping.
0: <laughs> okay, damn. you know
1: that, that that certain brand you like? We about to cancel that out for this. You know that that, that thing you wanted to do? That movies you want to go to? There no movies. What are you willing to sacrifice for your feet?
0: For your feet, damn. For your feet,
1: damn. Man, what are you willing man. to do? You want to get a job? You want to put some hours on it? You ready to <laughs> clock in? Like, like, what, what are you willing to do and or sacrifice for the thing that you want? The Jays yeah. aren't that special. That my income ain't the problem. It's what you want that's outside the budget.
0: And man, that's damn, Jermaine. So gonna, let's let's just teach you the math. Listen to that, family. That is a very non-emotional. Yeah. We gotta realize that, cause sometimes we attach emotion to what we feel we haven't accomplished. Yeah. So we putting it on you the fact that I wish I could buy you them Jordans. Yeah. We putting it on you the fact that I'm working this job and I hate all these motherfuckers. Yeah. But in reality, if we remove the emotion and just say, "You want this? This is I. I know what I can do, but let me build a little character
1: in you." And sometimes you'll find when the kids, when they finally figure out a way to get it, they decide that's not how they want to spend the
0: $200. There we go.
1: They're like, I gave up A, B, and C. I worked and did X, Y, and Z. If I got it, no, nah, I'd rather, let me get this instead. Mm-hmm. Like, this is where I can move stuff around. Okay, I, I, the Jays, I'm cool. I'd rather do this instead. Okay. Yes, or yes, when yes. you compare, what are you willing to sacrifice? No, nah, I want to keep what I got.
0: I want to keep what I got. Everybody I want to give that up show. for this. Man, come on now, my brother Jermaine. Everybody listening to the show, we're talking about the emotional and psychological effects of exclusion in the spirit of Black History Month. So, black folks being excluded from things, and how we um, internalize that as a family, as individuals. This is important. You see what I'm saying? So, Jermaine, that so that speaks to. So, well, what do you think of if a family don't have it, and the father, the mother, logically breaks that down? But the the end of the kid in the family has seen struggle like they've seen that just traditionally we don't have enough to get whatever it may be. They may see you trying as hard as you can. Like, how do you prevent them from going outside of what needs to take place? And this is speaking specifically about our community.
1: Yeah. Uh, so you wouldn't start with that conversation. So it depends on what have you been teaching them about things and about that sort of idea prior. Mm. So do you, are you somebody who makes, do you tell them we can't afford $200 shoes for you, but I'm bragging about how much I spent on the purse for me. Uh. I'm telling you, we can't afford that for you, but I'm telling you how great the watch is that I bought for me. There you know what I mean? Go. So am I making things important to me? And then I'm trying to tell you things aren't important to you.
0: Ah, so that's um, Mm -hmm. like I always say, and I'm learning, and I had to learn the hard way as a parent. You can tell a kid what you want, yeah. You can tell them how life should be, how morals should be structured, yeah. But they say, yeah, whatever. Then they start watching, yeah. You you flossing on
1: everybody in the kitchen, but you don't want me to have an attachment to things, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You bought the new whatevers. You out there, you know, see walking through the living room, (laughs) out there dusting them off. Got you, got you The right. The, the designer jeans the, the got the uh, shoes, yeah, with the fish. Yeah. You, you talking about I'm dripped in butter and I'm looking, I'm <laughs> sparkling and glistening. But I want you to be OK with a plain white tee and some target jeans.
0: Yeah, I'm that's where you're going you to have
1: the disconnect.
0: That's where you're going to have the disconnect.
1: So if, if we're making things up here, then you're going to have a child who sees things up here, most likely. And the association of what those things mean to me or what those things mean to them. Mm-hmm. Are you the same parent without your things? Oh, are you the same man regardless of what you're wearing? Are you the mm. same woman regardless of what you're wearing? Because if the answer is no, like I exponentially jump up, I got an S on my chest now that I got A, B, and C. Okay, well, then that's what we're teaching that these things give me this.
0: Yes, actions are actually teaching black parents be aware of this, and this is. That's why I love having my brother on, man, because sometimes we don't take a step back and take a look at okay, how are we actually affecting the situation we're involved in? Because yeah, we have the systematic issues, we have things from our childhood that we haven't dealt with. And a lot of times we because we haven't dealt with it, it comes out in a particular way. And Jermaine, I don't like just being getting a little older and seeing different parents in our community. I don't like when we get upset with our kid. Like we set a template. No. of maybe non-success or not being motivated or not being structured. And then when the kid get 25, we get mad because they don't want to be structured because now they want to smoke weed all day. And, and and yes, I'm a parent. I get being upset at that. No. But what rules did you teach? Was there a bedtime? Was there structure? Did you show, was his schooling important to you, Definitely. right? Because kid is like, a parent will wake up and say, go to school and go back to sleep. Well, you just showed me it ain't that important to you either.
1: Yeah, uh, if, if it's and I and so I understand humans like like in the sense of we have lives. Some of us, you know, their parents are like, man, I'm working sixty hours a week. I have to trust that when they get up to go to school, that they go mm-hmm. and they try. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not in a position to be hovering over this kid all day. Like I understand life. You know, life life always stays lifing. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> So I get, so there are some people that's their their situation. And, and for them, you got to kind of, kind of exit case by case, kind of take that, but yes. that's not all of us, mm-hmm. you know, that that's not all of our, our all of our stories. Mm-hmm. And so for some of us, if it's, if it's like, you ask yourself, you know, I want my kid to be super involved in school. Okay. Well, how many school board meetings have you been to? Yeah. Do you know who the superintendent of the district of your school goes to? Have you ever been in a school board meeting? Do you know where the school board meetings are held? Is it do, true? Do, I mean, have you ever heard, heard of or spoke to the vice principal at your school other than when your child was in trouble? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. what is yeah. you, how committed are you to sit then say, you know, I want you to be super committed, though I'm not showing you that. And so when it comes to talking about what does exclusion look like, <laughs> if some of us, we grew up in spaces where we weren't allowed, so we don't have a connection to them like maybe not so much education yeah maybe so if if our parents or our grandparents or or what we've gone through historically well you can't go to this era you can't be involved in this you can't be involved in that okay so they don't go there but we can go but we still don't go hmm. like we can do but we still don't do you yeah. know and and so those sorts of things making sure that we're mindful of okay are am I as involved as I could be
0: Am I involved as I could be? And that's, man, you speaking to me right now, bro. That's every, that, damn. I just think as adults, sometimes we don't factor in that people, children, people, the younger people around us and people who are relying on us, they're taking your social cues. Like how you view things is important. And sometimes we can tell our friends or people outside of our homes, whatever we want to tell them, but especially the people in your home, they know you. They know how you respond to every type of piece of adversity, Mm -hmm. and that's how they're going to respond to you, and you can't get mad at that.
1: Yeah, and and like I said, kids, even the kids that we swear up and down don't listen, they do. Hmm. The ones that we, oh, they don't know, they know. (laughs) <laughs> they ain't paying attention they paying attention they yeah. learn how to pay attention they learn Ooh. when to show up and they learn when to disappear
0: wait whoa whoa that's man i'm dealing with a teenager right now say that again yeah you said the they, are very
1: they learn when to show up and they learn when to disappear hmm. they know what subjects that you, they can engage you in and talk it out or whatever and they know the ones they need to lay low on <laughs> they are very familiar with your temperament they could tell by the way you open and close the door when you come home if today is the day to confront you about something, to ain't talk to you about something. Come on now. I got in trouble in the second period today. You hear the front door slam. I ain't telling them today. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't about to bring this up till they bring it up. <laughs> ain't nobody about to hear about this D till somebody snitch. <laughs> somebody <hate them>. snitch. <laughs> Man. Children are very aware. Children are very, very
0: aware. Man, that's <laughs> that's real right there. Yeah. So everybody, back. We are this. Uh, uh, this is the Mentalated Combo Podcast. My brother Jermaine Morris, communication guru, <laughs> talking about the emotional and psychological effect of exclusion, but just exclusion in general. So we've talked about the historical part of what we've been excluded from, and you know, we've talked about that at Nazi and, but our people need to understand that. Yeah. But Jermaine, how about regular forms of exclusion, right? So I'm in a relationship with someone. This is my partner. But every time I go have fun, I don't bring her. Every time it's time to, I'm smiling, yeah. I'm walking out the door without her. So yeah. how does exclusion affect us in just normal relationships?
1: So it, it, it does the same thing. So if I'm, that means I'm creating, ai have a life away, a, a, separate from you. Mm. And so if I look at If I look at leaving you the same way I look at leaving the job, oh, you know how you drive out the parking lot (laughs) at 505?
0: That's how you feel
1: when you leave the driveway at the house.
0: Come on now,
1: man. Now I'm about to go enjoy myself. Now I'm about to go relax. You know. This is true. Then you're saying, what does that exclusion look like? Well, mm-hmm. if the bulk of your joy, your happiness, where you're in your element, when you're really being yourself, takes place a, aside from your partner. So when they get you, they get the tired version, they get the irritated version, they get the frustrated version, they get the argumentative version, they're going over the bills, the rearing Ooh. the kids. The, the, that's the version they get of you. And then they realize that there's a fun version because you come in the front door laughing because you're still on the phone. But... <laughs> all right, man, all right, all right, I'm home. Let me call you back.
0: <laughs> hey, okay. made, bro, so it, d- damn. And what I'm hearing, that's your energy, man. Because you could go out the front door to a friend or do something and be excited.
1: Yeah.
0: Then Saturday night, wake up. In the evening, hey, let's get dressed. I'm taking you out, girl. The mm-hmm. same excitement in your face. Yeah. They're not gonna separate it. They're gonna see it as, well, no, this this, this isn't he ain't having fun without me. He 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 have fun with me sometime too. Maybe tonight is for somebody else.
1: Yeah, he 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 has fun.
0: He it, has it, 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 it just be he has
1: fun. Like he laughs if his sister come by, he laughs when he talked to his mama, he laugh in the church parking lot, he laughing at pushing the cars down the aisle in the grocery store, he laugh when he's at home with me, he mm. laughs when we go out together. Oh, he just has fun. That's one energy. If it seems like everybody else gets the best of you but your partner, that's another. Damn. So when we have the emotional exclusion. Like I get your frustration, I get your anger, I get your stress, Mm. I get your, I get, but they get your joy. They Mm. get your laughter. They get your lightheartedness. That emotional exclusion is huge when it pertains to the relationship dynamic. It's Mm. not even what you're doing or who you're doing it with. It's that slice of the pie that I, you telling me you can eat everything on the table, but the Oreos. Hmm. Everybody else gets the Oreos, but me.
0: Damn. You know so I'm okay. So what so if someone is in that position, in your opinion, if they find themselves someone that they love and someone that they should be um nurturing, whether it's a child or just a partner, and they're not doing that and they're finding joy outside, what are those signs of?
1: Well, that's a long list. So let's separate yeah. nurture children from your mate, because yes. those are yes. those are two different departments. So because yes. that you don't necessarily you may not it sounds like you. you may not always find the joy with the kids <laughs> like like and, and most depending on the age too Depend like you may not be laughing while you're changing diapers like i got, I got, you, so, I got you i got you. you know um but if you're so dealing with your children that, that that could just be a case of my child is not my friend you know what i mean like my child is my responsibility that's my duty that's my that's the things that i need to take care of whatever but if me and my child aren't buddy buddy that that could be real that the, culturally that's true in a lot of a lot of cultures makes sense like, there's yep. a definitive line between parent and child yep we're we're not cool we're not friends yeah. i'm not one i'm not one of your little friends like <laughs> like <laughs> <True>. <laughs> very
0: very 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 true yeah
1: so i think that, that is different but if you find that with your mate the person that you've decided that this is who you gonna uh you know hit your wagon to when, and get through life with If you don't find the joy with that person, uh, first off, you need a conversation. And I mean a conversation with yourself first. Mm. So before you even take it to them, what is this going on that when I think of release, when I think of relax, when I think of peace, I don't think of them or it's with the exclusion of them. Mm. So what is in that dynamic of the two of us together? It may not, and I'm not saying it's the other person, it's just what it happens when we're together, you know? What's going on with me that when I'm with
0: them, that this is the energy? and it's the energy. And I think what I'm learning this, this is how I feel personally, yeah. y'all being the man in a relationship, being the man in a lot of situations, we have to like do what Jermaine just said and see, okay, what's going on with me yeah. so I can dissect those emotions and then put it back out in a way that's culpable for everybody involved. Cause I, cause I don't need to be too overly emotional. I need to be as logical as possible. But sometimes with anybody, if you're not sure what's going on with you, you're going to release it in all these ways. And some of them can be toxic. Some of it can be actually ruining your relationship when you didn't say realize you ain't happy with you and you think it's the other person.
1: So one thing I like to do in this new 2023, phrase is let's qualify the term toxic okay because that is I'm hoping we left it in 2022 okay with a bunch of other words that get used incorrectly mm-hmm. or or overused toxic toxicity is something that in its presence the prolonged uh, exposure to said substance is detrimental to the environment in which it's in
0: mm-hmm
1: so, so when you start talking about these emotions that become toxic, it's not the emotion that's the problem. Like you said, this, well, your your anger is toxic to this relationship. No, anger is a part of the human experience. Mm-hmm. What is the behavior when you're angry?
0: That's what I was getting at.
1: you know what I'm saying like, what is the that's thing? What, what are at. you doing?
0: Let's because so, I was, I was like,
1: at. when somebody use the word like toxic, I said, explain that to me without the word toxic.
0: I mean when I say toxic, I mean entering into a conversation yeah. with negative intentions. Okay. Enter, entering into a conversation with someone when you don't even foresee a positive outcome. You didn't even approach it from that manner at this point. Entering into a conversation with someone when you're completely down about something you did or not doing and you don't know how to fix it. So you poking. And you watching and, and you and you make and you're creating a mountain out of a molehill, as they say, with small things because of your internal strife.
1: Yeah. So if you're trying to deflect this energy because of whatever you're currently at, um, then that's what that, that's what you're doing. But the idea of because I don't know, I can't put a finger on what's wrong with me, that that in itself is a toxic state. It it's, makes sense. You know what I mean? Like so, so like sense. I said, just what are we at? Remove terminology and you just explain the situation. So if that you're somebody, sense. so when you start excluding, if you're saying that you're somebody I want to separate, I'm going to exclude my significant other because I'm not okay. Like the solution I came up with is remove myself or remove access to me from this particular person because being around them seems to do something to me. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to either not come home or when I come home, I'm not very communicative. I'm just going to ice them out, come home, go straight to bed. Like I'm just, I'm, I'm just freezing them out. Mm-hmm. If, if that's what I'm doing, that degree of exclusion. If you find yourself doing that and you're not sure why the better it, it for the relationship to work. You just, even if you communicate, I don't know why this is what I'm doing.
0: Hmm. Okay. Like
1: I, I, I'm, I, I know I haven't been talking the last two, three days. I'm. Feeling the best description you can give and it seems to get greater or confusing or whatever when we start to talk and I think that when we talk it feels like you think it's you or we start to argue because of how I'm feeling so I just choose it's better to not talk
0: when you communicate that though Jermaine you have to be um, uh, empathetic and uh, 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 calm right like there's a way you have to deliver that message because you can yell that what you just said. Yeah. You said that come. Kind of, hey, I'm going through some. I don't know what I'm going through right now, yeah. baby. But I'm a fit. But if you yelled that, if you if, if a frustrated tone was behind what you just said, yeah. you're going to make it worse.
1: So this is the thing. The frustrated tone is usually what led to the exclusion. <laughs> so if you're trying to fix it. Mm. So sometimes so I'm solution orientated when it pertains to these types of things. Sometimes we especially in the moment, are horrible at, 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 you know, expressing. So that's why you may have to go by yourself and just write it out. Sometimes you write your partner a letter hmm. and it's going to because that way in a conversation, your your train of thought's going to be derailed because they're going to talk back at you. Very rarely in those spaces, if you just say, look, I just need you to sit and listen and do not respond in any way, shape or form till I get it all out. Very rarely does that happen. Mm. they're gonna hear something it's gonna push a button it's gonna trigger a response like very rarely does that happen so if you can sit off by yourself let me just write all this out Hmm. this is what i've been feeling this is what seems to happen when we try to talk i worry about trying to talk because it seems i tried once before it led to an argument i just thought it was better just to just just to not come home or to just go in the other room or whatever but i don't like where this is going this is what's happening with me i do not currently have a solution
0: whoa 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 that's god damn because that's
1: because that because the realization is is that this is like i said we're talking about our significant other
0: yes yes
1: so this whole excluding them from the relationship fundamentally does not work
0: black men in relationships he just said because some of my biggest problems have come from not knowing how to explain I do not have a solution. Yeah. And you just said it. See, my I, mind don't even think to just say that, opposed to I gotta explain to her why I ain't shit right now. Well, here's the deal. <laughs> I explain if I put, to her if I put why a calculus okay.
1: problem in front of you, if I put a calculus problem in front of you right now and just said, for all the marbles, you gotta get this answer right. Instead of just leaving it blank and we're all just staring waiting for you to say something like something look. I don't know the answer, nor do I even know the formula to come up with it. Like, let's not just both of us. You gave me two hours to answer the question. So rather than let an hour and 59 minutes and 59 seconds go by before I say, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, let me just tell you now. I do not have the answer, nor do I have the tools to come up with it at this second.
0: Nor do I have. That's because see, I, I tell people all the time, Jermaine, sometimes, look, I don't know is a good answer sometimes. No, you don't, have I don't to know to have a complete the answer. answer man
1: this this idea of i'm gonna go away by myself in a committed relationship to figure this out in a dynamic that involves another person is a fundamental flaw in the togetherness Hmm. so if i'm gonna say me and me and you are having an issue like me and you are having problems me and harrison we we boys we kick it whatever, we arguing all the time instead of talking to you about what my issue is i'm gonna go away i'm just gonna ignore you to however long it takes for me to figure it out hmm. and then hope when we come back we just as cool even though i've been ignoring your phone calls just dismissing just your messages like do you know what I mean like if, if i got an issue with you and i'm trying to fix the issue with you then i'm going to include you in the in the fixing of the issue
0: there we go because that's how wait so the whole ideology the whole terminology elephant in the room yeah is, is that how it's created? Because yeah, we just
1: gonna act like this thing isn't here. Like we just I'm not going to talk to you about what my problem is with you. But when you call, I'm always busy. Hurry up, and get off the phone or I don't mm-hmm. answer. Come on. You, now. Know, you, you walk in the room, I walk out. Mm-hmm. We used to meet every Monday. I just come up with every other reason, excuse why I can't do it. But if mm-hmm. my issue is with you, excluding you from the solution is most likely not going to lead to a solution that includes you.
0: Oh, oh, whoa, whoa. God, because I've seen people say I ain't fucking with you. I ain't, that person. That's the
1: solution. But it don't include it. It don't include you. Mm. So if the solution is to include you, this is my wife and me and my wife have been arguing, getting into it. So my current solution has been to stay home two, three hours, stay out late. Then by the time I come home, I just go to bed. Or to not talk or to separate myself. The current solution does not include her. And if you do that to her long enough, the permanent solution will not include her. Mm. Because you can't do that but for so long. Damn.
0: And when you come home and the bags is
1: packed and and the closet is empty and and then you over there standing there
0: stupid. Acting all shocked. Acting brand new. Like, I don't know what happened. Like... (laughs) hey man, I gotta say this sometime. men sometime we act like we ain't just been creating uh, uh, uh we haven't been creating all these different issues and unresolved problems and then when she when she when she creates the solution, yeah I'm bouncing it's yeah. like, oh wait, I don't know what's going on I was gonna wait and talk nah, nah.
1: your solution didn't include her so her solution didn't include you her oh.
0: Come on now, Jermaine. So
1: if the solution is to include her, then the process of the solution needs to include her. Mm, if the solution wait. is to include him, the process of the solution needs to include him. I can't leave you to, to and exclude you from this process and think, well, I'm just going to go over here for as long as it takes without keeping you in the loop and what knowing what's going on.
0: Wait, 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 Jermaine. So, what about the shit we see on TV? Because I've only seen I, I think with TV. your answers in your question, the <laughs> stuff we see on
1: TV. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, somebody be like, "I just need some time to myself"? Okay,
1: okay but that's also in, that's also including them, though. How? So, if I tell you, as opposed oh. to just going radio silence, oh, and oh. you can't reach oh. me, you don't know where I'm at, you don't know what's mm. going on with me. I call, he don't pick up. I haven't heard from him in two days. Like. Oh. You didn't include them in the solution.
0: That's different. That's different. Including is just communicating whatever where you stand, right? Whatever
1: now. this is. If you want the solution to include them, the process of the solution needs to include them.
0: God damn. Everybody listen to that man. That's that's relationship gems right there. Because I know and you no, know, I can't speak for women, but I know a lot of men who who fall silent, like not knowing what to say and how to approach maybe a new emotion. that you're feeling. You may be feeling like it's over. You may be feeling like you're insufficient. You may be feeling like I want to be a place in my life where I'm not right now, but I can't say that. So I take a step back opposed to just communicating what's going on.
1: Yeah. And you can still take the time to yourself, but communicating that that's what you're doing. Hmm. Like, look, I'm having a, I'm, I'm, I'm all over the place right now. Like I'm feeling stressed. I'm feeling overwhelmed. I'm not quite sure what to do. I like, and it's not you. It's I don't know what what I'm trying. Now you're you're explaining this, and then you're hoping that they allot you the time that you want. Mm. You know, because then they may make decisions for them that don't include you again. Like mm. if you don't know what you want, then I'm gonna go about my way until you do, and that may be real also. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> at least if you can give them something, like women are are amazing at you just give me something
0: and they say that a lot give
1: me something like let me something to hold on to like because when you it's when you give nothing they have nothing mm. you, you didn't communicate you didn't express what's going on you you haven't talked to them you haven't visited you have you given them nothing and you're expecting them to make something out of nothing mm. but if you give them something this is kind of where i'm at right now i feel overwhelmed at work i was supposed to i plan on going back to school i was thinking about going back to church or to the mosque. I was thinking about, you know, this family something. dynamic mama's sick. Like I was thinking about, we was talking about getting something. married. Like, like I got a lot going on and I'm not quite yeah, sure. You know, something. So I'm just trying to take some time to kind of com- to get everything in front of me. So I'm, you know, like I said, now this is, if this is your partner, your wife work some of that out, she may have solutions that you don't mm. like, you you may be trying to work through something. She may have seen some of this before. So communicating may give you the solutions that you think you'll only find by yourself.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know,
1: but if it's at the case where she's like, all right, we'll figure, go figure yourself out, you know, but, but communicate, give them something.
0: It's yeah. the exclusion. It's the removal. It's the isolation. The, the removal. The, and we talked about how, because we everybody just tuning into the show me and my brother jermaine is talking about the emotional and psychological effect of exclusion primarily from a racial standpoint because it's black history month but it goes into your personal relationships it goes into your relationships at your jobs your relationship with your spouse and also jermaine me having children like I, when when a when a two parents have one child right yeah. and it's hard and it's difficult it's difficult to to create the time necessary to fortify like the mindset you want the kid to have, you may know this, but then you have another kid and another kid. So now you don't have the time like you used to, you're not recognizing this. So exclusion could happen with parenting, right? Where a kid is acting out and doing particular things because they feel excluded.
1: Yeah, and as much as most, I believe that it is true. I want to believe that is true, that all parents love all their children equally. But they don't always like them equally. Very true. So you may be willing to give your life for all four of your kids, all two of them, all 10 of them. If situation presented itself, no matter how many children you've got, you may be willing to lay lay it all on the line for your babies. But if you had to choose who you would spend three hours on your day off with, you've got a packing
0: order. This is, this is, this is a thousand percent true. Do you
1: know what I'm saying? And so sometimes inter like inter family dynamic is if you got four kids, if you're number four on the call sheet, hmm. if you're number four on the ranking. Yeah. You can feel that mom likes her more than she likes me because they're similar or similar interests
0: this damn dad
1: likes this one more because they're just the like and they like all the same stuff and me i love hockey he him and junior love baseball and they could talk baseball for hours but neither one of them likes hockey so when i want to watch hockey no one wants to watch it with me but when he want to watch baseball they can go to every game together
0: yeah so that that you know so, I mean? like
1: and you can start yeah. to feel exclude now your parents love you the same but the, but you could feel that pecking order.
0: You can feel the pecking order of multiple siblings, and that's where anybody out
1: there got multiple siblings. You you feel that pecking order.
0: Yep, and I've seen that with siblings. I've seen that with people in your family where you may feel bad on a particular moment, like "damn, I don't rock with them." But in actuality, you don't have nothing in common. Yeah, in your cousin or your friend or your brother, you got something in common with. Y'all find a way to always talk or yeah. always find something you can kind of go off about it, you know, with each other. But if you don't got anything in common, but another thing, Jermaine, also, cause that's one aspect, like yeah. not having something in common with the kid. But What I've also seen as far as exclusion is concerned is creating a structure where maybe you don't spend a lot of time with a child. Mm-hmm. You, you don't know how to spend quality time with one kid. Yeah. Be- better way said, yeah. you don't know how, to spend quality time with one child, but then you create a second yeah. and a third. So a kid we've heard kids say when a new baby's coming, right. You yeah. you, you want to see your little brother? Like, I don't want to see him. I hope he go away like these negative terms. And that's yeah. because of them not getting the attention.
1: Yeah. You, you know, if you was the, the, the first one, you got all the attention. If you the third, fourth or fifth, you on autopilot for a lot of stuff you know you got them helicopter pilots with the first kid yeah oh my god she bumped her head oh my god he said put pillows everywhere and this on this by the third or fourth kid they juggling knives in the bathroom like they just <laughs> oh, he'll be all right he'll be <laughs> like he'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> the parents become more relaxed in their ability to parent the more of them that they have and then they entrust the older ones to watch the younger ones so there's even sometimes hands off the wheel when it pertains to that Ah,
0: that's very true, and I've seen that. And that got a
1: four-year-old, but he got an eleven-year-old older brother. Go watch your, go watch your brother.
0: And and that's and that can go bad. I'm not gonna lie. Since you say that, I've seen. Yeah, go watch your brother. But I've seen some kids be like, "I want out of this house because I'm a parent on the (laughs) law. All my time is spent babysitting. And then I've been in a situation where you older, and your disciplinary hand just ain't as strong. You know what I mean? You.
1: Oh, yeah. You'll hear a parent like um, especially big, big because imagine if you start having kids at 16, 17, 18. Be, yeah. But your, the last child you had, you were close to 30. Mm-hmm. The way you parent, your level of patience, your yeah. level of, of dealing with stuff, the one who got you at 20 looks at the way you're raising this other one now in your 30s like, when did this dad show up?
0: <laughs> yeah, When that all this conversation all yeah, all
1: all this, this. Oh, I get a voice. <laughs> <laughs> I can
0: just, I can finally
1: talk. <laughs> I can. T- when we when we allowed to start talking, I remember the switch and the belt when I said something. He over this here giving true. a dissertation about his feelings and why he did what he like.
0: This so is true.
1: You can. <laughs> there's that. 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 Those. Those types of feelings become. A, but I think so. To keep it. To keep it a buck too. We're talking lighthearted on the positive side. Mm-hmm. But then there are those cases where there's just actual neglect. Yes. And when you have that degree of exclusion when it pertains to parents and children, where children genuinely feel unloved.
0: That's kind of where I was going. So and, and that's yes. Go ahead now. Yeah. Where it's not like the kind of trip, like, you
1: know, baseball, to hockey, whatever. Where it's like parents are they're just they're cold to their children. Hmm. Don't know how to relate to them, may have no desire to. Whatever the dynamic is between the couple, sometimes trickles down into the children. Mm, Happens a lot. Yeah. You know, uh, oh, you, you know, me and your mama ain't cool no more, and you cooler with her than you are with me. So you, you the enemy, like she the enemy.
0: Yep. Oh, you sided with her. Yep. This, this happens a lot. Parents put kids in positions where they have to pick, and this is a horrible experience for it. picking what parents you like more, picking what parent you want to live with. Yeah. Going to two different homes when they don't meet eye to eye. Cause if you go to two different homes, but they cool, they can coordinate things to make sure yeah. there's still some type of structure. When, 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 when they ain't cool, you don't know where you, you, you don't Especially know what's going to happen when you go in over the there beginning. Now.
1: Cause if you divorce, let to keep in that, let's keep it specific. If you divorce somebody, this is not your favorite person in the world. So everybody who sides with your non favorite person in the world gets a degree of the side eye. And if it's a if it's a uh a volatile ending, not necessarily putting hands violent, but it's it's about screaming and arguing you everything but a child of God, and it's this, that, and the third, uh, or one person did the other one incredibly dirty as a mate, but they're still a good parent, mm. you could be a crappy husband, but a good father. Mm. Yep. You could be a bad wife, but a good mother. Mm. You don't listen to your husband, but you listen to your children. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You were <laughs> cheating on your wife, but you are there for your baby, right? You could be a bad mate, but a good yeah. parent. So sometimes in that dynamic, if the child sides with the quote unquote bad mate, that dynamic from parent to child is he cheated on me and did this, 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 and you're going to live with him?
0: Mm, That's.
1: She ran out on on me. She did A, B, and C, and and you staying with her, mm-hmm. and then you could start seeing that distance and that disconnect, mm-hmm. and you can start seeing that 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 freezing them out and that exclusion, Damn. especially if one kid went with one parent and another one went with the other. Oh, this is my this is my ride or die child because they stayed with me. You I, over there, with man.
0: Them. I've heard that several yeah. times, and I look behind what happened in the parent was really young and the kid chose to stay with them and they felt that was a badge of honor like yeah you on my side and that yep. helped our relationship
1: you on the team you with me okay I know through thick than this child got my back
0: yep that this, one over there that, mm-hmm. that, that, and that and they both got the same mama and same dad exactly but, but the because, dynamic
1: then changes between yeah the child, because the child will feel that energy same way that like the child said no they know when to show up and when to disappear yep. they pick up on that energy too
0: yep very very true very very true this has been a great episode with my brother jermaine morris man we talking about how excluding people affects them emotionally and psychologically and it happens to everybody on every level of course we talked about first how it happened to us as black folks honoring black history month all this is true and we still have some of the effects of it today but it goes into your personal relationships too just people need to people Jermaine just before we go right so we would look at this like a um um when we look at like gang culture when we look at any group any bit group yeah. that's a appreciation of being included mm-hmm. opposed to excluded
1: yeah that's that's where Most people are look have a sense, have a need for belonging Mm. to something, to sports team, religious ideologies, cultural beliefs, a language of food, a dance like you know, Mm. just you know, you'll find people who take up salsa dancing and they'll Mm -hmm. be in the room with everybody who's learning salsa dance of every ethnicity, every culture, every socioeconomic background, but they found a home. They damn. They found a place where they belong, and they all like the same thing, and they can all talk about this thing and their experiences with this thing, and there's an, a feeling of inclusion. It's why I go to a sports game, go to a stadium, anywhere in America of any particular sport, complete strangers sitting side by side. When that mutual team scores, they high five and strangers, bumping chests, talking war stories about previous years mm-hmm. because they, they we're united in our fandom over this sports team.
0: Yep. And it brings that feeling of
1: inclusion,
0: that feeling of inclusion. And this is, and I bring this up because just from a historical standpoint, just a lot of us dealing with being excluded from things, people need to know how difficult that may affect someone when all humans are looking to be included in something. That's what Jermaine's talking about. Whether it's your religion, some people at church have not read the whole Bible and have no desire to, most have. But that community, how they make them feel when they walk in that building and know sister Bertha feel the same way you feel. And y'all just talk last Wednesday, you talk to her more than you talk to your son Yeah, because y'all created a commonality. You see what I'm saying? So this is important just from a historical standpoint, but just in general, learn how to include the people you love in things. I'm learning that Jermaine. When it even come to a phone call, like call on a family member, just include them in my day. Hey, how you doing? Just call them to say hi. By now, but they gonna yeah. feel like, damn, okay, you included me.
1: Yeah, we we, we still cool. <laughs> we,
0: still, we, we
1: still cool. Like I I'm I'm still on the list. I I I can still get behind the rope. Like I can
0: I I Because can... <laughs> for a while I didn't know. Yeah yeah. After a while if you wasn't I calling know. me, so I was like, I don't know what the fuck they own. Give me two minutes. I'm like, Wait, are we, we good? Yeah yeah. We still cool. <laughs> <laughs> the 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 benefit, and that's. It's so many levels to this, y'all. But that's the benefit of including people. That's the benefit of people you love, people you around. Try your best to include them. Exclusion can turn into something great, it can turn into something violent, it can turn into something emotional. Who knows? But this is these are all things we need to think about when we enter into our relationships, when we enter into society. Everybody, this is your brother Harrison. The Melinated Combo Podcast. Everybody listening, the the digital platforms, like, subscribe, share, comment. The digital numbers have been going up lately. I appreciate y'all. You can find the show on Melanated Combo. You can find the show, the uh, Melanated combo on YouTube. You can find the show on Facebook under my personal Facebook page, Harrison Anderson. This is my brother Jermaine Morris. Tell them where they can find you, brother.
1: Uh, so all social media platforms, it's at J Morris, C E O. Uh, we just go there.
0: That's, <laughs> at, that's the easy the, yes, and, and everywhere you can find him, he is there. But this is my brother, man, a lot of great information about <laughs> communication. He's going to have some shows coming up soon. I'm going to feature on one of his yep. shows. I'm going to be sharing everything he do. I try to align myself with good people. <laughs> my brother has been there, and he dropped fire. Y'all can't tell me that wasn't fire. I don't <laughs> care what you're talking about. I don't care who you listen to. Y'all can't tell me that wasn't fire. You see what I'm saying? So Black History Month, man, celebrate, celebrate your people. Learn about some people you haven't heard of. Take an interest in it so your kids may. Hmm? Just find it interesting. Maybe they will too. You feel me? This is your brother Harrison, the Melanated Convo podcast. Jermaine Morris, we out.